I can't buy you love. I can't show it to you. I can show you affection and I can, you know, I can express love, but I can't put it in your hand. I can't put compassion in your hand. I can't show you that. So the most beautiful things are things that are invisible. Often while thinking about this project in articulate, I think about finding the right moment or wondering if that right moment has already passed me by, as one can feel with ideas and passion projects. But today I couldn't help but think about one of my favorite scenes from one of my favorite movies and stories ever. It is a scene from The Two Towers when Sam tells Frodo about the stories that really stay with us. How people in those stories had many chances of turning back, of giving up, only they didn't. And it's somewhere with that same spirit and motivation I present to you in articulate. Hey everyone, I'm your host Rehan and welcome to Inarticulate, the podcast where we try to make sense of this world through the lens of stories and art, where we celebrate the magic, craft and nuance of our most cherished stories. On that note, I believe Inarticulate is for everyone. It is a reflection of the stories we consume, the stories that shape our lives and how we all are somewhere made up of stories ourselves. Before we jump into the very first episode, I want to briefly explain the format of Inarticulate. Inarticulate will be divided into different seasons, which allows me to work on seasons at once and create thematic arcs across episodes. However, the episodes will also serve as standalone entries centered around a particular story or work of art. We will pick at the source material, dissect it and see what makes those stories so impactful, on the deeper questions it asks about us as humans. I'm Rehan Ratha, your host and the voice you will hopefully be putting up with. I wanted to dedicate the first episode to what Samwise Gamgee said, the stories that stayed with us, and use that to talk about in articulate what I mean by storytelling, the year 2020, but also the importance of stories and what that might encompass. Welcome aboard. Well, why inarticulate? It was birthed from my desire to speak and create dialogue, to think, to celebrate, and this platform first and foremost is a channel to put out there my thoughts and bring you along that journey. When searching for the name for this podcast, I knew it had to be something that made sense, that sat right with me, and one day I expressed my frustration of being unable to express myself with the word inarticulate, and that stuck. I questioned if inarticulate as a title set a tone that was pessimistic. By nature, it is negative. The lack of ability to do something. Inarticulate. And yet, I started this podcast with a changed perspective, good faith and a belief in my ability to do something here that something being executing this podcast. Inarticulate, the word though, seems to have the right spirit. It expresses my belief and understanding of language, Language inherently is inarticulate. Every word derives its meaning from everything else it is not. There is no inherent truth to words and their attached attributes. I see language as a tool that is an attempt to convey 
often far more complex realities and feelings which is why we all find a common ground of togetherness in our humanity in art in music and films and poetry and paintings and sports and space and the word inarticulate captures a certain spirit of art and humanity and those things just beyond our reach of emotion and consciousness that more definite words don't do enough justice to inarticulate rebels against a certain rigidity that comes with the definite all this doesn't mean that the word inarticulate had the answer to all my intentions but it brings us to the point of thinking about it and that is what felt right it is never just the words the vocabulary it is the tone the body language the story the dressing the voice the medium and so much more and that spirit of art or language or humanity that just begs us to think that somehow unites to see beyond man-made borders feels right to me and so in articulate becomes a place to dig in and talk about stories what they show us what we may impart on them especially in the age of the internet and social media where our consumption and often reactions and interactions are snapshot driven leaving little room for the nuance that is inherent to us as a species very little room for the intent so inarticulate is for reflecting and absorbing and just enjoying ourselves man especially within some of our most cherished stories because we all love stories in some form or the other The big question then really is what do i mean by storytelling in a certain sense everything is a story from our existence to our history from what you wear to your favorite book it is all a narrative another way of saying that is we draw value from stories from narratives it is what we rely on to make sense of this world and in that almost profound sense we drastically enhance what we mean by stories that stay with us because it is not just your favorite book or even your favorite song but also the person that inspires you the courage of everyday people our parents and grandparents and friends teachers that big self-made singer who achieved all their dreams and conquered the world with their tunes their stories move us stay with us because of their ability to capture the most profound truths and motivations of humans and their nature and in turn these stories somewhere become a part of us which is why i wanted to title this very first episode the stories that stayed with us it picks at something very central to both our love for stories and what this podcast celebrates so when i use the word story or storytelling for the purpose of this podcast especially i use it to refer to all art but also everything that can be related to a creation of narrative something that can extend into lived stories persons and artists and i will get back to why i insist on this expansion the spirit of storytelling that i talk about i also often refer to as magic and you will just have to go along with that one for me humans are pattern seeking creatures it is ingrained in us and our brains to seek patterns and build narratives to make sense of this world history is story religion music art journalism our inner dialogues are all different forms of stories even when the principles governing the different subjects might be drastically different our world is shaped and surrounded by storytelling from the lasco caves in the pyrenees to youtube videos and instagram stories on the internet from songs chants myths to radio tv podcasts 
While technology has drastically evolved our abilities to communicate, the human condition is inseparable from storytelling. In his book, Sapiens, Yuval Noah Harari insists that the success of our species is only possible because of our ability to tell stories, to build narratives and create myths. We create stories, connect ideas and beliefs around things that might not physically exist. I quote, Storytelling is our speciality. It is the basis for everything we do as a species. End quote. According to him, it is through stories that we came to believe in religion, capitalism, human rights, nations, laws, books, money. He insists that both our successes and failures as a species are tied to our ability to tell stories. It only highlights the often overlooked, both overbearing and subtle, importance of storytelling in our lives. Stories come so naturally to us, it is as indispensable a part of human nature as it gets. It is not to suggest, in honesty, that we have a definite answer or exhaustive answer for the role and importance of stories. That quest lays as a play itself in academia, from the gossip theory to neuroscience studies into how stories can change our brains, there is now a lot of interest in understanding storytelling and the human brain. However, we don't have to know why and how exactly stories matter. We know they do. Much like our lives, we might not know exactly why they matter, they just do and must. That there is something sacred to our lives, and stories help us realize that. And this is not detached from how stories have the ability to contain and impart the entire breadth and depth of human feelings and motivations. Stories pass down ancient wisdoms, traditions, heritage, culture, teach us about the world, about humans, about love and hate and jealousy, about family and hurt and war, about what makes us mortal and immortal. Stories contain fears, excitements, the unknowns and the knowns. They're boundless in both imagination and power and immortality. Do we even exist outside stories? The reason I bring it up in the very first episode is because it both explains my relationship with stories and how profound, all-encompassing and impactful stories are. What good storytelling, and I say good because we can all appreciate a good story, but more importantly spot a horrible one, carries is a truth and honesty, which we all cherish and relate to, and honesty about our nature. It brings together the human, the journey, and most of all, the path forward. And that is where I want to shift gears a little and relate it to the year 2020. It has been a remarkable year for countless reasons, a year that will find itself highlighted in the history books, I'm sure. From its politics to the pandemic, the year left a toll on everyone especially young adults like me who were just stepping out of college trying to navigate their spaces and lives and jobs in an increasingly polarized world. Living 2020 has not been the most natural of years. Everyone felt the impact and the distortion created by COVID in our lives has been stressful, much more for some than others. Yet the pandemic didn't spare anyone. We have all had to figure out our ways to cope, to preserve our sanity, to reflect and figure out how we move forward. And that is a moment for us to think about who we are, of course as a species, but also as individuals. 
Within this distortion, it can be difficult to remember ourselves and what matters. And that is where it helps to remember the stories that stayed with us. So take a moment and think, what are the stories that have always stayed with you? The movies, the memories, the music, the people, the narratives. And I think remembering that has helped me a lot to recenter and remember the things that not only matter to me and have shaped me, whether I realize it or not, but the things I cherish. So, stories aren't just universal, indispensable to every culture and its people. They help us understand the world, understand each other, teach us lessons, shape our thinking, our perspective, help us connect and grow, reflect. It is a part of our being and we will always crave stories, at the very least to make sense of our world. More so in our globalized and increasingly complex polarized world. There's a quote from the author Tom Corson Knowles. And I quote, The more information we create, the more valuable stories become. Because without them, we lose perspective on what matters. And in a world with more information than ever, it is harder and harder to discern which information truly matters. If you want to know how to live well, you'll need stories. And there's no substitute for that other than living your own story, making mistakes and learning as you go. End quote. And this is central to why I insisted on the expansion of my understanding of storytelling to include lived stories. Not only to include the people that inspire us, but because they must include our own. There is no blank chapter in your story pages. It is only the chapters where you get lost and must, by remembering your story, find your way forward. And that is part of the magic of stories and art, isn't it? There is no set rule or mold of how your story must be. It just needs to be authentic, honest. It reflects the infinite within us as a being. It caters to all our billions of individual different stories and realities and will cater to countless more. Yet it brings us all together and we all have the ability to feel, understand and enjoy a good story. It is why art unites. Its spirit exists beyond our man-made borders in society. That even if we created nations, what they really spiritize is belonging, brotherhood, community, and we all can relate to, understand and empathize with that, no matter where we are from. I know here I have taken some, if not many, steps into a certain philosophizing of stories, but it serves as an important precursor to the excitement, value and outlook with which we will dive into each movie or song or book or show or whatever else. It adds to both the analytical rigor and celebration with which I want to approach inarticulate. I'd like to think I left the best for last. A simpler note. Stories excite me. I can't help myself but get excited, call up my friends, family, talk to them endlessly about the little things in a movie or a TV series that was so brilliantly done, ask them to watch it so I have more people to discuss them with. And somewhere it boils down to that simple thing. We all enjoy stories, in some form or the other, to submit to their wonder. This world would be so bleak without this magic and its celebration. There's so much that goes into it. The acting, the direction, the production, the music, script, the angles, the tone, the casting, the context, so, so, so much more. It is all part of what makes the story what it is and isn't. 
including the medium itself, a point I'm sure Canadian philosopher and theorist Marshall McLuhan would want us to emphasize greatly. So that's what Inarticulate is in its simplest form, a place for me to celebrate and talk about the stories that speak to me, their nuance, fun, wonder, build from and on that simple excitement and magic that they contain. Thank you for tuning in to the first ever episode of Inarticulate. It has been a long time coming and a lot of care has gone into creating it. I hope to see you next week with episode 2 where we talk Downton Abbey and how a show about early 20th century British aristocrats somehow became a catalyst for this podcast. The opening lines of this episode were part of a quote from rapper and businessman Jay-Z. They capture an important spirit to both this episode and season and what Inarticulate is rooted in. I will run an Inarticulate website which has everything from the artwork for this season to all the references and further readings if anyone is interested. And a blog which discusses the themes and journey in more detail. I would love for anyone to visit at ratherinarticulate.com and if you have any feedback for me or would just like to chat about anything or have any ideas or complaints, write to me at ratherinarticulate at gmail.com. Both are R-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-A-R-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-E, rather inarticulate. I do want to add though that I'm new to this and will hopefully only get better with time and experience. Because trust me, I already have newfound respect for people who can sit in front of a mic and talk to themselves or in front of a camera for that matter. Because I can tell you I'm not used to this. But I hope to get better over time and that is where your feedback will be really useful. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode. I want to leave with only one thought though. What are the stories that may have defined you? Or as Sam would say, what are the stories that have stayed with you?